And Psalm 131 is a, a wonderful resource to uh, Word of God to unify our hearts in our prayers today. As you turn there, the thir- first thing you'll probably notice about one, Psalm 131 is this brevity. This is another one of those very brief psalms that we've come across. But do not mistake the length of the song or the shortness of it for uh, it must not be that important. Rather, this is a, a wonderful, wonderful psalm. It's rich, it's deep, talking really about two things. One, the Christian's submission to the providence of God, submission to the sovereignty of God, even when the circumstances of your life are not conducive to you being able to rest and relax and take it easy, even when the circumstances of life are bearing upon you and you're an emotional wreck, a mental wreck, trusting in the sovereignty of God. That's the first thing. And the second thing it's about is contentment. Contentment in the Lord, something that's much easier to talk about than it is to actually attain. Well, let's look at it together. Psalm chapter 131. David writes, O Lord, my heart is not lifted up. My eyes are not raised too high. I do not occupy myself with things too great and too marvelous for me. But I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Well, this is a psalm of David. We don't know exactly what's going on in his life, what the turmoil is, or maybe he's just reflecting back on a lifetime. But we see a, a quiet calm, a peace in his soul. Now, if you think back upon David's life, from the time he was secretly anointed by Samuel to the time that he was finally acknowledged to be the king, right, those two endpoints, man, his whole life was this, twists and turns and ups and downs. And I'm sure that many times along the way, if you had asked David in his life, if you had asked him, man, how in the world are you in your present circumstance right now ever going to be king? How's it going to happen? I'm sure he would say, man, I don't see how it myself. In the providence of God, I have no idea how I can get from where I am today to where I've been promised I'm going to be as king over all of Israel. I can't explain a human pathway to this. There's so many things that have gone wrong in my life, so many detours my life has taken. There's been so many obstacles along the way. There's so many people who hate me. I'm supposed to be king over them, and there's so many of them who hate me, so many who distrust me. I've been undermined by my own friends so many times. I can't begin to tell you how I'm ever going to be king. And I'm sure if you had asked at various points in David's life, that would have been his response. I don't see how in the world there's a pathway to what God has promised to me. And yet, David submitted himself to God, and did he or did he not become king? He absolutely did, in fulfillment of God's promise to him. And the Bible tells us that when David became king, he acknowledged verbally, hey, it's God who has made me king. It was not the generals in the military. It was not a group of leaders in Israel. It wasn't even some strategy that I came up with. I'm supposed to be king. Maybe if I do this, this, and this, I'll get there. What he looked back on and said, it is God alone who has fulfilled his promise and has brought me from where I was 
and made me king. And so Psalm 131 is the psalm, a testimony, if you will, of someone who can truly say, I know what it is to submit to the providence of God, even when there's uneasiness in your soul, even when there's confusion in your soul, even when in your, your heart and your mind you don't see any way possible for the promises of God to you to be filled. And the truth is, this has been recorded for you and I because we're just like David. We're the, we, we find ourselves at that same juncture, that, that cross point of our human experience, what's happening to us now, and the promises of God that we try to bring to bear on it. He has said this, but man, I wake up this morning and this is what's going on. I don't see how in the world I can get to there. David had to wrestle with that experience too, and yet in this testimony, he gives this beautiful, beautiful picture. Look at verse 2. He says, I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child is my soul within me. That right there is a picture of what submission to God's providence looks like. Even when there's no rest in your soul. Even when in here there's so much tension and turmoil. Think about the picture of a weaned child. We, we know that when a child is being weaned, especially in those early days, there's that initial time when there's just intense desperation on the part of the child, right? I want, I want, I want, I want now. I need it now. I'm accustomed to. Every time I, I cried, my mama came to me, the bottle came to me, whatever it is, and, and I had it. And now I want it, I want it, I want it. I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I need it now. I'm going to die if I don't get this milk ASAP. Those are the early struggles of weaning a child. But as the child grows, he or she learns. My soul is thirsty. I need, I need beverage. It's not coming right. I needed it now. It's not but it will come. It will come. I've learned that mom will come to me. It may not come on my timetable, but I'm going to get fed. It's going to be okay. The milk is coming. I can rest. I can relax. I can take it easy. I'm not going to starve. Everything's going to be all right. That's the picture he has here. That's the picture David's saying, that's where my soul is now. It used to be like that child. Very frenetic, very... Everything's going on around me, but now, now I know God is faithful to his promises. I know God is going to feed me. I know God, no matter what the situation, is going to provide everything that I need. He's going to care for me. And so he's saying, even while there's a tension in his soul, right, that thirst for milk, he says, but I'm content. I'm content because I know God on his throne He's sovereign. His ways are perfect. They're not my ways. They're not my... Uh, but his ways, and they're always perfect. He's resting in God's providence. And so he gives us this exhortation in verse 3. O Israel, O church of Jesus Christ, hope in the Lord. This is really where the rubber meets the road for us this morning. We, we, we are infamous for being a people with kind of bumper sticker theology. We throw out these platitudes... Hope in the Lord. Well, you just need to hope in the Lord today. For David, I mean, that's right. But how do we really hear in those moments hope in the Lord? Hope in Him. Find your peace in Him. 
Rise up out of your circumstances, which is not easy to do, and look to Jesus. That's where the book of Revelation has been helpful. RJ and I were just talking about present-day circumstances that, that he's going through and how the vision of Christ enthroned. It doesn't take away the circumstances, but it helps us to see that there's a purpose in them. They serve him, and they confuse the, the daylights out of us. We don't get it, but he's in control. And that's what David here is pointing us to as well looking to your God, hoping in Him, looking to Jesus. Because wasn't it Jesus Himself who said, come to me, you who labor and are being weaned and you're struggling and life is hard. Come to me, you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We look to Him this morning. This is a beautiful picture in Psalm 131, and it might be a picture of some of us this morning. A tension in our soul that we got here with this morning. And if it's not, it may be a picture of you in the coming days or the coming weeks. But well, Psalm 131 is a psalm that we can come to as a family, as a church family, and pray back to God. We can go line by line. Sometimes you, in the prayer meeting you may think, I'm hesitant to pray out loud because I don't know what to pray. You could literally, literally take any one of these verses and pray it to God out loud. And, and this, is, this is our plea. This is our heart. Lord, we need this this morning. And internally, Lord, make this true, what David says here of me, of my circumstances. Help me to look to Jesus, not just as a superficial church thing to say, but truly to see when I look to Jesus, his kingship, his rule, his sovereignty, his reign, and help my soul to find satisfaction and contentment in him alone. I said at the very beginning, the things here are beautiful. They're easier to talk about than to attain. And that's why we pray. Lord, help us. Help us as a church. Help us to trust 